Hello everyone, Dan Jones here with another quiet talk for you. Have you ever felt misunderstood? Of course you have. We all have. Part of practicing Christian love and kindness is seeking to understand other people, to listen to them carefully and acknowledge and affirm their feelings. We may not agree with everything they feel, but we should seek to understand others and offer unconditional love. One of the songs sung at our wedding way back in 1980 was the Prayer of St. Francis. There is a beautiful musical setting by Olive Dungan that we used. One of the lines says, O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. If you truly love <clears throat> love someone, you will seek to understand them, to hear them. A love that does not seek these things is a selfish love. If you are going to make a short list of the most important things Jesus taught, loving one another would certainly make the list, if not head the list. We can all agree that if everybody on the planet followed this command, we wouldn't have the seemingly intractable problems that face us now. But of course, they don't. If you expect to be truly loved by everyone you meet, you will have a sad existence. So let me share an encouraging word with you in light of these realities. Paul wrote to his son in the faith, Timothy. God's firm foundation stands bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. I'll deal with that second part in another quiet talk, but for now let's focus on the first statement. The Lord knows those who are his. Now, I think the primary interpretation of this is that the Lord knows the real Christians from the phony. Not everybody who goes to church and knows the lingo of Christianity is truly a child of God. That I have dealt with in a prior talk. But it is also certainly true, and perhaps maybe too obvious, that the Lord knows you better than anyone else, even better than those loving people who truly make an effort to understand you as you want to be understood. In his beautiful discourse in John chapter 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I know my own. This is not a casual knowing, but Jesus knows us even as the Father knows the Son and the Son knows the Father. Nobody could know someone else in a more intimate way than the Father knows the Son and the Son knows the Father. You don't get any deeper than that when it comes to relationships. Now, something along these lines that I haven't mentioned is the fact that there are many things we don't want people to know about us. 
While we want to be known and understood, it's usually on our own terms. We don't, don't want others to know everything about us. Since the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve hid from God among the trees because of their guilt, humans have been hiding. We hide our true feelings about others. We hide our weaknesses, and of course, chiefly, we hide our sins. We fear that if the other person knew everything there was to know about us, that they would reject us. If you're going to be a strong, healthy Christian, and that is certainly what I wish for you, then you must identify somebody to whom you can share everything. That will be scary at first, but doing this will bring a new freedom to you in your walk with Jesus. I've said for at least 30 years that the most disobeyed verse in the Bible, at least among evangelical Christians, is James 5.16, which says, Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. Do you do that? As far as I can tell here, that instruction is not optional. It is a command. And the purpose of this command is that we may be healed, healed in every aspect of our being. I was brought up that you only confess your sins to God. You don't have to confess to another person. Apparently, James wasn't brought up this way. He was Jesus's brother, by the way. Here's the thing. It's easy to confess your sins to God. He sees everything you do. He won't be surprised by anything. Confessing your sins to another person is a lot harder. It is a lot more humbling. But that's a good thing. Because as James taught in the previous chapter, and as Peter taught as well, God gives grace to the humble. Grace is that divine enabling to live this Christian life, this life that sounds totally impossible on the face of it, but it's possible when we have grace. So back to my original thought, does anybody really know you and understand you? Regardless of whether or not you have obeyed this counsel to confess your sins to one another, the answer is emphatically Yes, there is someone who knows you and understands you, and that one is your heavenly Father. The Lord knows those who are His. He knows them intimately. Over 16 years ago, I moved to New York State. For the first nine years here, I was pastor of a wonderful, loving congregation called the Community Church of Conklingville. It is located on beautiful Sacandaga Lake in Saratoga County. Behind that church is a cemetery. When the Conklingville Dam was built, the cemetery had to be moved, as well as the church building itself. I often said I would have liked to watch them move the church. The cemetery, not so much, but move it they did. At the back of the cemetery are some rows of gravestones quite close together. They are above the departed ones whose remains were moved so many years ago. While there are many other graves in that cemetery that date from after the move, 
Unlike them, the old stones are no longer legible. They're blank. I used to walk around in that cemetery thinking about the people who were buried under those blank stones. They are quite forgotten today, as someday you and I will be. There is no longer even a legible reminder of their existence above their graves. But one day while I was there, a thought occurred to me. While I may not know who those people were, there is someone who still remembers them and knows everything about them. God knows every person buried in that graveyard. He knows what they looked like, how tall they were, what color their hair was. He knows who their family was, the names of their parents, whether or not they were loved and nurtured growing up. He knows what their dreams were for their lives. They are not forgotten before God. My friend, if that is true for those people who died so long ago, it is just as true for you at this moment. God knows you completely, intimately. He knows everything you feel. He knows every hurt that you bear alone. He knows what you want for your life. And those things you once wanted that to your disappointment never came to pass. And knowing you completely as he does, he loves you with a never-ending, unfailing love. He has not rejected you, but opens his arms to you. God knows about every sin you ever committed, but don't be discouraged. Our sin is why he offered up his only son to suffer the pain and rejection that is the price and consequence of our failures. Turn to him now. Pour out your heart to him and receive that Calvary love. When you do, you will find yourself wrapped in the divine embrace of God's everlasting arms. Heavenly Father, bless and encourage those listening to my voice, and I pray that they will know that there is one who knows them intimately, who listens to them, who understands them, and that one, Lord God, is you. I pray that all who hear me today will call out to God, will pour out their hearts to him, and find in Jesus that love, that peace, that fulfillment, that satisfaction that only he can give in his precious name. Amen. My dear friend, please contact me if you have not already at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.